This is one simple word. Together we are reading through Matthew. Showing us Jesus and how he fulfills the promises of Messiah and King. Hello, hello, hello. Today is Matthew 22. And like the word just rolls off my tongue. Oh, wow. This word, we have saved it to the bitter end. I have really liked some of the words in Matthew. Yes. Yeah. Sin. Yeah. What in the world? (laughs) Cornerstone was yesterday. Yeah. Today, our word is hypocrites. Oh, man. I mean, that word is just... Pretty bitey. Yeah. It's really bitey, but it's quite the word. So why did we choose it? Well, first of all, let's talk about what is a hypocrite. Okay. A hypocrite would be someone who says one thing. In fact, I think Jesus defined this actually, but says one thing and then does another. Okay. So we see a lot of different perspectives throughout this chapter of people trying to set a trap for Jesus. Right. And these are hypocrites, so. (laughs) But they're even, they're called out by Jesus as hypocrites. But we start out with the Pharisees. So what is the trap they want to set? Well, they send the Herodians who take this question to Jesus, really trying to pit him against the state and say, is it lawful for Jews to pay taxes to Caesar or not? And it just says Jesus was aware of what they were doing. And he said, why do you put me to the test, you hypocrites? There's our word. So it was Jesus was the one who's using this very strong word that demonstrates like you are saying one thing, but you're up to something else. And so he just says, bring out a coin. And they brought to him a coin and he said, whose likeness is on it? And they said, Caesar's. And he said, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. And when they heard it, they marveled. So what does that mean? Was that like, oh man, he got us? I think so. I think like there was just a hint of like, man, he is smarter than we thought, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So then they left and they went away. But then on the same day, here comes the Sadducees. Right. Kind of throwing curveball number two. And And they uh, don't even believe in the resurrection. So here they come. Yeah, they they come and they give this story about this woman who has Mary's seven husbands or seven brothers and they each die. Man, she must have been something. She was something. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I'd trust her cooking. Oh. Um, Yeah, and they die. And so then they say, like, in the resurrection, which we don't believe in, therefore of the seven, whose wife will she be? For they all had her. And Jesus just sees right through this and just reminds them, look, as for the resurrection of the dead, have you never read what was said to you by God? I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And so he's really like just pinpointing them and saying like that they are focused on questions about dead people and they're failing, they're rejecting the living God right in front of them. So then back come the Pharisees once they heard that the Sadducees got, you know. (laughs) Right, right. Here comes the Pharisees again with another trap. Yeah. More hypocrites. Right, right. Which is the great commandment in the law. So they wanted him to nail this down, and and they were really hoping he'd say one just one thing, and then they could say, see, he doesn't love the people. Or if it was love people with all your heart, they could say he's forgotten about God. 
And he just says, hey, all the law and prophets point to these two things. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. And the second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. I love this because all throughout the New Testament, we've seen Jesus, his perfect example. Right. And he is the perfect example of refuting these hypocrites. Right. I mean, everything he says is just like, yes. Right, right. Yeah, and I also just notice, and I, when I read this, he's just very matter-of-factly under control, responding to them and outwitting them at every turn. And and these hypocrites, they had given this a shot. And, and really, I want to come back to the parable at the beginning of the chapter because it really describes what's going to happen to these hypocrites who show up to the wedding and think they belong there. But just like hypocrites are, what they think they are, they aren't. And so they find this guy without the proper wedding garment and it says, bind him hand and foot and cast him into darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth for many are called, but few are chosen. Wow. Yeah. So the hypocrites, even though they think they got it made, they do not have a robe of righteousness and they will not be in the kingdom. And they can scheme and try to set as many traps as they can, but it's all for not they're on the outside looking in Mm -hmm. because they're hypocrites what a lesson for us today and i trust that you're able to have a conversation about this because i think there's more to be said and we're looking forward to matthew chapter 23 tomorrow we are so glad you're joining us on this journey through the life of jesus read listen worship and let god use his word in your life today